Okay. Uh, what up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? My name is Frank Polaroid Fox here. Uh, for those that don't know, I come from a small podcast called The Cooperative Therapy with Damn Dami. Um, I'm introducing you guys to a new podcast. It's called Frank's Intergalactic Donuts and Coffee, uh, a small interview-based show where I get to meet a lot of artists, entrepreneurs, creatives of all kinds, and we get to discuss their plans, what they're working on, and any other details over donuts and coffee. So this is it. Originating from Naktupakan and landing here in the muddy, sunny side of Stockton, California, uh, my very first guest for the Intergalactic Donuts, um, Marco Kane. Yo, oh, yo, man. man. What up, what up? We made it, we made it. I feel great, man. I feel great, I feel great. That's I good, man. I can't be any more blessed, you know? Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're able to make it today, man. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. So, for the show, for those that don't know, again, the premises is eating donuts and coffee with creatives and discussing some of their stuff that they're either working on or that they are planning to do in the future. Um, and the perfect guest to have today is uh, none other than Marco Kane. Uh, just released his album, uh, Marco from the Philippines. Marco from the P. <laughs> yeah. Or Marco for the P. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Marco from the P. Yep. Um, and then we're, we have coffee. We have donuts from Capital Donuts on March Lane, for those that don't know. Here in Stockton, uh, personally, I think one of the best donuts of all time. If you can discuss it or debate it with me, let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, first, I guess I would say, what's your favorite donut, like, in general? Because I did pick a variety of different ones. Uh, okay. So uh, like, oh, man, it got to be, like, chocolate. It'll be, like, chocolate. Like, oh, chocolate yeah, glaze? Like, yeah, or, like, with peanuts on it, or maybe, like, Coconut, I don't know, shreds on top. Yeah, Something yeah. like that, bro. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Me, I always used to be a big fan of the um the chocolate glaze. And then it wasn't until a few years back that I like like the plain donut. Yeah. Like with nothing on it. Just like the and I always call them the cop donut because they're the ones that just like <laughs> they're the ones that always make the cops the typical yeah, the, you know, yeah, like the typical a, donut for cops. Seen from a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's the one that I really like, um, but yeah, chocolate glaze has been my favorite uh, over time. I would say like the twist is another one, like the, yeah, the yeah, glaze yeah, twist is really yeah. good. Um, so yeah, man, I have donuts right there. If you want to grab some, you can. Um, sure, we got yeah. our cups of coffee. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to grab one. I yeah, start go ahead, the man. show because this, this show's about, so let me move. Yeah, it's already recording, so all right, yeah. by all means. See if uh, Fox here got some goodies. Oh yeah, he definitely got some goodies. Um, the show right here. Let's do this. I'm gonna just grab it. Is that cool? Or? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You want one too? Or? Yeah, I'll get one right now. Let me see. I'm actually gonna do the plane. Cool, bro. I love that spot. Did you hear from this spot from someone or 
Do you used to go to it when going to school? Actually, me and my uh, my wife now, yeah, we used to go there a lot. Like that was our little spot. Like Saturdays, we'll hit up the flea market. Yeah. Then head out there and get get some coffee and donuts. Yeah, it's cool, bro. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, congratulations again on getting married. Oh yeah, you too, bro. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. We joined oh, yeah. we joined that club <laughs> at the same time. So yes, sir. How was that for you, though? Um, I would say in the sense of, like, how was the transition of, because how long have you and, um, uh, you and your wife been together? Yeah, we were together for, like, uh, nine years. Because you guys were together since yeah. high school, right? Um, just right after high school. Right after? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it's a long time. But um, transition-wise, um, I, I don't know. I can't really explain what it is. It's like. I know you probably feel the same way. It's like it's some that change, you know. It's like I can't really pinpoint what it is, but yeah, it's definitely more. I don't want to say serious because we've been serious, but it's just it's just something I can't really explain. No, but it, it's, it's a just good like thing. A, yeah, a different level, like yeah, something yeah, levels yeah. up there. When you're right, right. Like, okay, like now it's now it's more serious. <laughs> it's more serious. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, but um, I can't really pinpoint, but I, I know like married couples or when they first you know get married yeah and you know what that feeling is so yeah i can't really speak on it no i feel it i feel it um so starting off with i guess my biggest question for you would be where did is it where does it originate from like uh just music wise um you've been as long as i've known you you've been doing music but yeah i don't know for maybe the listeners or viewers that are watching, um, how does that originate for you? Yeah, man, that's a good question. Um, like in the Philippines, man, really, let me dig, like, let me uh, go back. So, honestly, it's like been my family, like my uh, my grandpa, my uncle plays the piano. Yeah. Like when we were younger, they would um, they would leave their equipment in a in a backyard. And me and my cousin would uh, go mess around, like play with the drums, um, guitars, and stuff like that. So, you know, that's that's probably where it started. And like my grandpa, I hear stories about my grandpa on my mom's side. Yeah. Like um, they used to sing, and like they would join um, these competitions and shit, like around town, I guess, just to make money, man. Like, and one story that always stuck with me. So um, there's four of them, four yeah. brothers. So. They all sing. They would join a damn contest with different names <laughs> <laughs> just to make some money, bro. Yeah. And that shit, I was like, damn, that's some that's some hustler shit, you know? <laughs> like, so I picked I picked that up uh, at a young age. It's like, damn, my grandpa was really doing that, huh? They would just go in with different names and you know, just to make some money, man. It's crazy. It's just yeah. real like that. So Okay. Yeah. Um, so with like your grandpa and, and you said your uncles and my stuff? My uncle, yeah, my yeah. dad's side. He's, he's, man, he influenced me a lot, man. Yeah, that was my, well, that was my next question. Is it, has it always been family that influenced you musically? Like, um, did you have, like, lessons or anything? Like, did they teach you over time after they seen you, like, messing around with drums or, like, the piano and stuff? Or is it more? Um, Not really. I was just like when I was young, like I really lo- like the idea, you know. Yeah. But when uh, um when we moved out here, like 
Well, first I got into rap in the Philippines, mm-hmm. like the Tagalog rap. Like I listened to a, uh, let me see if I can remember, but a couple, a couple of them, like the, yeah. the Tagalog rap. I was like, damn, this is dope. And then um, we came here. It was like oh, 2003 or something like that. And I was like, and I heard like rap. Like my dad had a a, a CD in his car, and it was uh, Dr. Dre, The Chronic, the yeah. first one. So like. That's some gangster rap. So, you know, I was like, this is dope as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, Did your, did your dad come to the States before uh, he brought the family into it? Yeah, yeah. He was working out here. He was, oh, okay. you know, he was, he was out here doing his thing, man, like supporting us. So, okay. for like 10 years. So, he was out here, yeah. So, you were saying that you moved from, you came to the States in 2003? Yeah. So... You were born in uh ninety ninety one. I was born in ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. Okay. So wow, you 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 weren't that. I would say you weren't that young in regards to like I know a lot of like um families and stuff that like at least for me with uh that come from like Mexico come from like other uh Latin countries, and when they bring like their kids that are around my age now. Um, they were like four, they were like three. So they didn't really like experience life in their like native country. Right. So you coming from like 11 years old yeah. from the Philippines to the U S like, how was that transition for you? And then, um, if anything, like, how was it from being a child to being like a preteen in the Philippines? Like, how was Man. that lifestyle for you? Um, you're exposed to a lot of more uh more stuff because you're more free over there, so you yeah. could you could do whatever you want down there, you know. So it's like, but I'm glad I got to experience that because you know it's like a, a different look in life. It's like there's a lot of people who are like that are born here, and when they go back, it's like damn, it's like a it's like an eye opener, you know. So yeah, I've had that growing up, so it's like I use that. It's definitely like a, a a little uh, advantage of like seeing things different, you know what I mean? Like experiencing different things was like, and you kind of grow up kind of kind of fast and shit over there. So, but I love it, man. I would I wouldn't trade that for nothing, you know. So, yeah. it helped me a lot. But yeah. um, like you said, transitioning here, it's just hella funny. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, the first week it was probably the first or second week of going to school because like I got here right. It was yeah. like November. I don't. I think November. Yeah, and like school was still going on. I was like, I'm not trying to go back to school. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I just got here. It's like, then like two weeks later, it's like I think my my dad enrolled me and went to uh, Taylor for a little bit. Um, and the first week, bro, like no lie, like motherfuckers was bullying me and shit. Yeah, it's like, but I I don't know. It's like I didn't really take that like nothing and shit. But they kind of pushed me. I got like in a fight like my first week. Oh really? Yeah, I got in a fight like my first week. I was like, damn. I got scolded by my my dad. It's like, damn, you only been here for you know. You go to school, you already fighting and shit. Like, <laughs> you're like, I, I bet you're like, but it was, it's not my fault. Yeah, like, that's yeah, not, I couldn't I, explain. I wasn't it. the one. I wasn't the one like starting fights. Like people are trying to fight me. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't really explain it because he wouldn't have experienced that growing yeah. up. Because you know, like he was already old. But like, what is all? I mean, that's part of it, man. That's part of it. Yeah, so. but um. We in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that also, like, um, 
you said you were doing music since you were in the Philippines, or you were um, influenced by yeah, music yeah, 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 yeah. since you were yeah, in the definitely, Philippines. Definitely. Um, was it originally rap and hip hop that you were doing? Uh, I was more drawn to that man, like the hip hop stuff. But I was I like listen to like rock, like my my dad's like a heavy heavy metal. Yeah, you know like. Metallica, Guns N' Roses, uh, Deep Purple, all that. That's that's his thing, you know? So yeah. I, I heard that growing up. But, like, I was drawn to the hip-hop more for some reason. So stuck with that, man. And then uh, what's um, when's the first time, like, you wrote something down? Like, when when's your what's your first, like, 16 bars looking like when you... Man, it's probably super trash, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. But it's uh it was on a uh, uh seventh grade actually yeah I was like no lie I was like I hated this dude in class bro yeah like I hella wanted to fight him and she was like oh, I can't fight anymore like I you know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm gonna get in trouble so I wrote a rap bro like I wrote a rap like a diss track that's that's funny to say but kind of started like that then I I got um I got hooked to writing poems and like the um that's when like I don't even know what year this is but like. Um, what was that show? It was like poetry. It was like HBO. Is it like oh, Death it Jam like Poetry or something? Poetry. Like yeah, I, the man, it's like slam. Saul Williams, like yeah. Most Def, like yeah. Around that time, it was like I got really into writing, so yeah, that's how it kind of like trickled down, and then just I think like freshman year, trying to like get equipment and stuff, like me and my cousin Jay Moore. Yeah, we save up for a for a microphone, man. It was like a dollar every day. It was like let's let's save up for this mic so we can <laughs> yeah. set this up, you know. Like I'm trying to record. So how was that, like, um, in regards to when you? Because I I know I have some of your old CDs. Dope. hell yeah, that's classic. So hell yeah. My one of my questions would be, how was that? Like, um, how did you feel? like working on your first track in regards to like it being like the first one that you ever record to like handing out like your first CD around campus at school. Yeah, that was, man, I don't know, man. Like it was just something like we like felt like doing, I guess, you yeah. know, like just to be heard. Cause you didn't really have an outlet back then. Like with music, it was more like guerrilla style, you know, like yeah. you gotta get out and like, you know, get, put put the CD together and try to sell it after school, like you said, or give it away for free because you just want to be heard, man. Like, that, that was really it. Like, that's why we did it for, I think, for me at least. It was, it's still fun to this day. You know, I still, I can't lose that because if, if I lose that, then, you know, yeah. what's the point of making music, so. Yeah. So, um, with that also, because uh, you used to go by a different name. Yeah, uh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't, it, like... I'll ask you about Marco Kane right now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It originally was Pyro spoken. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. My first question would be, where did the name Pyro spoken came from, and like the because it went Pyro spoken, then a lot of people just like shorten it and just yeah, said yeah. Pyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where did uh, Pyro spoken come from? So Pyro, I don't know, man. It's like it's always I, I don't know. I guess like. Fire and anger. I was like, I was like an angry ass kid, man. Like yeah. a real angry kid, you know. So I don't know. It's like that fire. I guess I don't know how you would equate that to the name, but yeah, it's kind of something like that in the 
uh, spoken part is we, me and my cousin had a group. It's called Spoken Mind. Like we're like kids, and you know, just yeah, kids yeah. and shit. So, and then when like everybody left, whatever the crew, whatever, he's like, "Let me take on the mind, and you take on the spoken." Oh, okay, okay. So that's how it happened. It's like, all right, well, I'll just be pyro spoken then. So. Oh, okay, okay. So it was always just pyro to begin with, or was it? Uh, it was like some kid stuff, man. Like I, I went with like pyromatic because that was my. Oh, okay, okay. It was like fire. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny to say that now. <laughs> no, well, I mean, it's better. It's better than than my name when I was I was started. I was going by. Um, I originally wanted to be like Diamond X, because I the, the I drew it and it was just like a diamond, and then it like the point of the diamond made an X in the end. I was like, oh, perfect! Like this is the best name of all time. I'm so glad it's not tattooed on me. <laughs> but um, don't we all think that way though? When you first start, like, yeah, this is the rap. This is it right <laughs> like, here. Is, you know? yeah. You're just like, this is this is a, yeah. this is gonna be on MTV. <laughs> time. That's uh, funny. But uh, musically, I guess I would say, in high school, what were some of your biggest influences? Were in regards to like making music, uh, writing? Was it like? I would say like artists, family members, just like friends in general. Um, my peers, bro. Yeah, we could speak on that on an, another, you know. But it was just just me that was doing this, you know. It's yeah. a bunch of us, so like, um, I just kept going, bro. Like, really, you know, I just you know keep going with this thing. So, For yeah, sure. my peers, man. I, I, you know, that was also like you talking about like mainstream music. Or yeah, like mainstream like, music like, or just. An artist that inspired you to like, I guess, birth your style in a sense. Like My what? Style? Like Nas, bro. Like lyrically, Nas, Pac. You know, just Bay Area music, just all over the place, bro. Like yeah. honestly, yeah. Like jazz, all kinds of. I can't really, yeah, I can't really pinpoint because I feel like I might miss somebody or yeah, some, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So like, yeah, they're all they're all in me in some ways. I guess influence me. What's what was the transition from uh Pyro Spoken or Pyro yeah. to Marco Kane? Like what um what influenced the, the name change for you? Um I felt like I was uh uh I was finding myself if you could say so, you know, like the subject matter of what I wanna talk about in my yeah. music. So it's like like I love I love the bars, like I still incorporate that in my music, but like I feel like having something to talk about, you know, like it weigh it weighs more on the writing side when you hear it. So okay. I was like, man, I need a, you know, I need a name change. Like, you know, so I went with Marco, you know, use my yeah. first name. So would you would you chalk it up to like more being like the a maturity reach? Um, you? somewhat. You could say so. Yeah, you yeah. can say so. You could look at it that way. So it definitely gave me a different like approach of how like want to move from now on you know so. yeah yeah listening to the album uh marco from the p a lot of i see a lot of um like the tagala rap yeah that you were, had mentioned earlier yeah um i know from some of your first work you did mention like the philippines a lot yeah yeah and yeah. and your earlier earlier work from when yeah. i first heard of you um and now, you know, do you see it coming, like, full circle for yourself oh, in, in regards to that? Yeah, definitely, man. Like, when I first started this, you know, like, 
I would sprinkle like the Philippines, you know, in, in, in some of the verses, like I would talk about some from here, yeah. you know, like just, just a little bit. Cause like, and I don't know, making this project. Well, it was, it started with Marco, the song Marco, you heard Marco just, um, like 2019. And I was like, man, let me, uh, because I've always wanted to, like, in the future, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I started this, I was like, I got to make a, a body of work, you yeah. know, just dedicated to to the place that I started at. But I guess I never really had the rush for it to to do it till, like, recent. Uh, and it felt like the right time to do it. So, and I'm glad it happened that way. Because, like, me making this when I was younger, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't sound like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah, like, I, like, a- you had mentioned, you know, or I had mentioned it, it feels like it came full circle in regards to what the music you started doing in the beginning to how you're doing it now. Um, But with that also, like, even with, like, your most recent stuff with, like, Everybody Eats uh-huh. compared to, like, now, um, what did the writing process change for you or did like just any like work uh like change for you in regards to that like anything that you i would say like yeah like just like the writing process just like making because you um produced most of the album and made most of the yeah. beats for the album so yeah did that uh change for you in regards to that like just transitioning to being pyro to now being marco yeah. And then working with like other artists on like other projects and stuff like that to just being this like love letter to the Philippines for you. Yeah, that's a good way to say it, bro. Love letter. I never really thought about that. You know, yeah, it kinda is though. Yeah. It's dedicated to this to the place, you know. So um the writing process, I would say I wasn't um I wasn't in a rush. Yeah. Cause like, I'll take like months even yeah, like I said, months like not writing, not making you know anything, bro. It's like, yeah. but in the back of my mind, it's like it was always that like I gotta put this project together. So uh, when I would catch that wave, like it'll be like a day or two, sometimes a week of like just banging like tracks out like yeah every single day, right? I would like max those things out because like I don't know when the next time I'm gonna be in this wave, you know, yeah. like me like waking up like damn make a track get to work and write to it it's, it's just like a whole ass little i don't know it's like it's dope when you catch those pockets though like yeah i'm in that right now so it's like i told you before i came here i was making a beat so i was like i'm in that so like i don't know how long it'll last so I, I take i try to take advantage of it but that's that's pretty much how it worked man nothing forced and like whatever felt natural like that's that's really what you know and i had to cut a like a lot of songs too so a couple songs so um so with this project did you give yourself like a deadline or was it just kind of like it, nah, once man. i feel like it's ready yeah. to go then it's it's there yeah that's how i felt because like i always drop my music in december because like december's like i was born in december and like i just love the december was you know the month for me because my dad would visit around december in the philippines i would I'd be my favorite time like, of the month yeah, or yeah time of the year yeah time of the years so was like so i always drop it on my birthday or like you know, um, December. So, is December first your birthday? Uh, it's right after Christmas. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And you can add that up. So, <laughs> so, uh, okay, I don't want to cool, say cool. the exact, but it's cool. easy. It's like right after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So I didn't miss 
text texting that to you. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. But okay, so with the whole because you you had mentioned that there's a few songs that didn't make it. Yeah. Um, whether it's on the on the track list now or not, like for you, what was one of the more what was like your favorite song to work on? And um, I would say like what was the most like challenging song to work hmm. on for yourself? Like what did you I would say like see as either like a new challenge or just something that kind of like frustrated you in a sense? Um honestly, bro, nothing really frustrated me. No, <laughs> no not at all. Cause I wasn't really like uh putting pressure in my head to make this song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So whatever it came about, it was like I like the song. You know, I'm gonna put this on the album, or uh, yeah, like I don't like this beat. I'm not gonna, you know, waste my time. I guess to write, yeah. write a complete song to it. So okay, okay. Um, as far as what was the other question? Like, what was uh, what was like your favorite song? Oh, working you, on that you worked on. Yeah, uh, hands down has to be "Look at Me," man. "Look at Me" is my favorite song on the. That's my favorite song on the the album, but my favorite verse. Is uh Naktupagan. Naktupagan. Okay. Yeah, that's my favorite verse on the album. But favorite song is "Look at Me." So. Look at me. Okay. And uh, originally, uh, Naktupagan was a a, a poem. It was, oh. Okay. It was called "Abroad." That's why I say you know, "Abroad." The only option. I barely saw my aunt when she came home. She quickly gave me what I want. You know, like yeah. shit like that. So like, yeah, that's that's probably like my favorite verse. That is my favorite verse. The whole thing. So. But yeah, as far as frustrating, nah, I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be making music if it was frustrating. No. So, <laughs> so I then I would chalk it to what I guess what was the most challenging part in regards to making the whole album and for you. And I know you had mentioned that funny, sometimes yeah. you're just like you have your waves yeah, that come yeah. in for you, but and you get it to it, but. Yeah. When you were in, the, let's say you were in a wave, was there anything that like made you go, "Damn, like if only I had more like time or uh, only this or"? No, not no. at all, man, not at all. I just, I don't know. Just uh, one day, I just like you said the hardest part. Yeah, I would say like okay, what okay, was the, what was like just, the the question was so long. I was like, <clears throat> what did they say? In the uh, beginning? I, would, I would say that I would say like what was uh, I guess what was something that you've seen as a challenge or something oh. that you've seen as like an obstacle bro stop you. stop making like stop trying to put more songs <laughs> well, that's the hardest part honestly okay. yeah that was the hardest part it's like you know it's easy to get just because like i said i'll catch the wave and just keep making hell tracks it's like i guess the hardest part was yeah like calling it you know how it is like, this is done you know you need yeah. to put it aside yeah it was the challenging part really definitely bro it took me like two years Two years. two years of work. Yeah, two years of work. So 2019, I believe. How was the uh, was the tr original track list different to what you have right now? Oh, definitely, man. That's like uh, it's a lot of tracks. Like I, I put out, you know, like there's personal tracks that I took out of the album. It's just I, I just like listening for myself, you know. Like yeah. I'll hear it and it's like it might make me cry or something. Like yeah, this album definitely like made me cry, bro. Some parts like. Uh, look at me definitely makes me cry like the f the second verse alone you know like my first bar is like i hope to see my granny on the other side last night i got a visit y'all from one of mine's uh like she here wish i could press your wine you know shit like that yeah. it's like 
real meaningful, you know, that shit really be happening to me. And I try to like put that in my work. So I hope in hopes of others, you know, could relate to it and feel some type of way, you know, like that'll make them feel better, hopefully. So Yeah. Yeah, with um with that also I did want to ask and we can skip if you want to, but sure. um you do mention your grandma a lot or your grandma. Yeah, yeah, mom. yeah. My grandparents. Um how was their influence like for you in, in your life and and even now like with your music? Uh heavy, bro. Like heavy. Like I, I spent a good amount of time with uh some of my, my grandparents, so and I took a lot, like took a lot out of that. Like they're really like watching me and they're like, you know, blessing me, like, you know, rest in peace to all of them and I, I don't have any more grandparents left, but like that's my drive. Like I feel like they give me um I just came up with this line last night. It was like, pray past the clouds, they the gods to me. So, like, people that is, uh, that's past is like, they're the gods to me. I speak to them, yeah. you know? Like, when I'm having problems, you know, I talk to them directly. It's like, no, those are my gods because I've seen them alive at some point, you know? And, like, yeah. you know, they've gone, ventured out to a different plane, if that's what you want to call it. But they're definitely the guidance for me, man. So, yeah, I used a lot of that to channel to my music. For sure. Um, my next question would be, uh, you said you were working on this album since 2019, right? And then, yeah. so for roughly two years. Yeah. Um, did the pandemic affect the way the album was made or the, the ultimate result of the album? Um, I, I want to say so. Yeah, I think so. Cause like, I want, when I, I had an idea of like releasing the album. And um, doing the show, so I, was like, I couldn't really do that like yeah. a year ago or something. But it definitely gave me more time to uh, step back and look at the whole the whole rollout or how I wanted things to be done, like what videos to shoot. So it gave me some time, yeah, yeah for sure, bro. But I was still like working and stuff, so yeah. a lot of the I guess the mandates and stuff are uplifting yeah. at least here in our area. Yeah. Um. What is your plan moving forward in regards to like promoting the album, doing shows and things like that? Like what are you what are your plans for I guess like the next couple of months with this album? Mm, hopefully get it out to different towns. I'm in talks of like going to Oakland right now, doing a show in Oakland. I'm trying to put that together and then also another show in Sac, so hopefully that'll happen and like try to reach out more to uh to collaborate with other people really. That's like my next thing is like reaching out and yeah, promote this album, man, for sure, yeah. Is there anyone um that you haven't collaborated with that you are looking forward to either reaching out or working with right now? Ooh, that's a good question. Um Yeah, man, uh my OG Bam. Bamboo that pistola, man. Come on. Bamboo from the bay. You know, he's in the bay now, but he's originally from LA. Yeah. You know, and we've been in talk, so uh that'll be the next the next thing. So yeah. And then um I guess more on the album. Uh with the with rapping in Tagalog, was that something that kind of just can't well obviously it's your native tongue, so it comes naturally in regards to like yeah. Learn like saying it, but yeah. in regards to like writing lyrics and stuff, uh -huh. was that um was that 
something new for you to do or was this something um, that you always worked on and this is was like I'm yeah, doing yeah. this I've never really uh I've I've wrote before but I never really put it out like you know the way I would want to put it out cuz like some of like I would uh some of the the verse on Barrio I wrote it in Tagalog because it's kind of it's if you see the subtitles yeah it's kind of like uh Oh, you call that like the imagery, I guess. Yeah. Like the imagery is like I'm from a barrio deep on the north, Puma Patayo Mayor the on. Like, you know, the mayor out there is killing. So like Yeah. Is is very graphic, I guess. That that whole uh Tagalog part is very graphic. That's why I kinda like I put it that way and then like, you know, if if you could understand it, it sounds more raw than I sound more dope, I guess, if me saying it in English. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. No, yeah, because for me, when um, just right off the bat with the first song, it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. kind of like hearing it and then like hearing the Tagalog part. Yeah. I was just like, yo, this shit slap. Like this automatically like raised it up yeah, like, a few sure. levels in regards to that because I think that's a really creative thing to do yeah. um, for like any any artist in regards to like just not just hip hop but in general like when when if you speak like another language or you originate from that language and you're trying to find like those kind of roots it's yeah. like boom like just having that and having that extra skill yeah. is kind of like you have this card in your pocket now yeah be like i can hit this and regardless of what i say like people are going to be more attracted to it like oh damn like yeah um yeah that's true just also paying homage you know to where i come from is like you know for generations my 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 people i guess you could say my my family spoke the language so like yeah that's one thing my grandma used to like when we left here bro like uh, she was like i'm I'm going you know just basically don't forget how to speak our language when 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 i was leaving it was real heartbreaking bro i was like all right i can't you know I can't, I cannot, yeah. like, not, you know, remember how to speak my language because that was, like, our only way of communicating, I guess. It's like, it was, I don't know, that was real crazy. That stuck with me, so, yeah. Yeah. Was that, um, do you speak it, like, every day at home? Um, I don't, but, um, my parents, my, my you know, my side of the family is, like, they speak, my mom, my mom and my dad speak that all, you know, it's all they speak, really, so. Oh, okay. But um, uh, I picked it up, like, Tagalog. Like, I didn't really speak it growing up, but, like, I went to school and, like, we learned Tagalog. Everybody spoke Tagalog, so it was, like, and I'm, I'm Milicano, so I speak uh the two languages. Oh, okay. Fairly good, yeah, so. Something I picked up, I guess, bro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're, um, Milicano, you said? Ilocano. Ilocano? Yeah, yeah. Is that, um... Still in the Philippines, but it's, is that yeah, like it's, a, it's like uh in the northern region, northern, like yeah, the people up there, yeah, that's what. Was Stockton originally where you guys? Um... Yeah, it, it is Stockton because my um my great my great grandpa was here was here already, bro. Yeah, so he had a house over here in um over here. What is that? Stockton Street, not Stockton Street, but like Street over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was, this is like. Where my my dad's side is, it's only my dad's side that's out here, really. So, besides music, is there anything else you're aspiring to do? Like any other projects? Because I know, 
at least when it comes down to like your music videos, how you had mentioned like the subtitles and stuff. Um, actually, with your music videos, one one, what's uh, what was your biggest influence in regards to the style that you have been doing your music videos recently in? And um, what are you um, what are your aspirations like besides music moving forward? Man, that's really um, that's my brother Will's idea. Like okay. The, the the way it's shot. I mean, I would have I have an idea every time we shoot a video, right? Yeah. I would tell him, but um, I really like his editing, so I just tell him, you know, this is what I want, and like he'll tell me like, okay, do this shot, do this, and then he'll put it together, and it's like it'll be something like, damn, that's like how I really want it to look, you know? Like yeah. I'll tell him a small detail, and he'll do it, so. And he's real, he's he's dope, man. William, yeah. Um, yeah, because I see a lot of influence in regards to just kind of like the older, um, well, I I would say like Tarantino, Tarantino ish, yeah, 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 yeah. So, with the panning and like yeah, the color, yeah, yeah. I I could see that. Yeah, I I mess with Tarantino, man. He's dope. Yeah, so that's why that's why I wanted to ask. Like, is that like a influence for um, you, or is that maybe? Through, Maybe, maybe will too. (laughs) Excuse me, I haven't really spoke to him about that, but maybe, bro. That's why we like like the work so much. Like he'll put something out, and it's like, you know, uh, instantly like it. Like, oh yeah, this is the one. Yeah, maybe, maybe I would have to ask him that. So for sure, for sure, is the jacket yours? Which one? The one on the cover. Yeah, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, yeah, I found that in uh, Portland. I was in Portland thrifting. Oh, okay. And I found it. I was like, oh, damn. That's 20 bucks I ever spent in my oh, life for, you know, a jacket. Like, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm into the uh, the vintage. You know, I have my little side hustle. I'll be selling vintage on yeah, the side. So, yeah. Yeah. How how did you get into that? I don't know, man. Liking old stuff. In high school, like, um, I remember seeing a Pac picture and, like, he had a hat with a green brim. And I went to, like, Goodwill and found one, you know? Like, it wasn't mm. the exact one. But it was like, oh, this is dope. And, like, kind of started like that. Like, at first, I couldn't afford shit. So, I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to the thrift store. And it turned up, you know, turned out to be, like, the thing to do now. So, I was like, I guess it's, I don't know, man. Yeah, so. For sure, for sure. That's how it came about. And I enjoy it, like, the vintage, like, the you know, nostalgia, I guess, behind it. Yeah. But, yeah. Actually, yeah. Uh, are you obviously you're excited for the show? But what are your um? How what was the process of like booking the place? What was the process of like any idea or any theme that you got going on for the show? Um. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to. You know, go knock on some doors. Definitely, Brian. Um, my homie Matt just uh, mentioned a spot that was opening. It was dry cleaners. Yeah. Like, um, because I was uh, hoping my boy uh, Erickson E. Punchy, he, he's had a tattoo shop and it's pretty big in there, but they were just working on it. And um, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't use that spot. So I was like, I had to go elsewhere yeah. and source a different spot. But um, I just went and talked to him, man, straight up. Like, you guys got an opening for December, this, you know, this date. If I could rent the spot, you know, like I've done a, I've done a show here before, so. And they're they're really been helpful, man. Like super, uh, Oliver, this is oh, okay. the guy that yeah. owns it. Oliver, super helpful. So, 
I'm glad we got a spot, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, so the, the show, when this comes out, the show would probably already been, already had yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, what is your, uh, what are you looking forward to for the show? Um, Just, just everybody, man. Like, whoever's going to show up, like, I really appreciate you if you're showing yeah. up, you know, spending that time with me and, like, I'm a, uh, it, it'll be a, a different way of hearing it, like the album and me performing it, because it's definitely going to be like way more energy. Yeah. Like So if you like a song, you know, hopefully, you know, you'll, you'll catch that same energy, like what I was going through or when I'm performing it. So this connection, man, seeing people and like having, like I really want to have conversations with them, you know, so. Yeah. That's it. Is there, oh, actually, is there a song that, um, that a lot of more people gravitated to, um, were, compared to what you were, like you were like, oh, this is this is the one that I I feel people are gonna gravitate to, and then they, yeah, they no, told no, you about no, another one. yeah, it's it's actually been shit, it's been pinpoint, bro. Like what I like, people are liking. Oh, okay, it's just okay. kind of crazy because like it doesn't really happen sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like you might like a song and like. Yeah, nobody's messing with this. This is the <laughs> shit when I was making it, you know? Yeah. So, nah, the two songs, like, uh, Look At Me and um, That's On Me. Like, people are really messing with those two songs. And, like, shit, the video ain't even out yet, but I shot those videos a year ago, bro. Those oh, two really? songs. So I was like, it's crazy how it worked. I was like, damn, people are liking the song? All right, perfect, you know? And I shot a video to it a year ago already, so. Damn. Are you planning to do a video for each song or are you hand selecting the ones that you feel are going to be mm. better for visuals? Yeah, I'm kind of hand selecting, but then um, people are, re- like I said, there's two videos that I shot people are really messing with. So kind of made it easier. It's like, I don't, but um, I have like three vaulted right now that I want to release soon. So okay. in the next couple of weeks, you guys will be seeing that. And um, I'm working on one more. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much it, probably, and then just the rollout on that, you know, so. Yeah, so it's you perform, you're the main, you're the headline. Yeah. Um, Steve is performing also? Yeah, he's doing a set. Yeah, he's doing a set. Do you have any other people lined um, up? I have JBA. He's our, uh, he's our producer for Everybody Eats, and he's also, um, he's doing a DJ set. Mm-hmm. So throughout the night he'll be playing music and um I have this dope ass dude man um Alexis Alexis he's a beat maker so he'll have a set with his SB I think so that's it that's pretty much it it's like a couple acts and then I'm gonna end it with my set so okay how was the I guess how was the how was the beat making process for the album like how because you do sample a few things. Yeah, I sampled a um sampled a couple uh Filipino Filipino albums. Um I don't know, like I said, I was just um I picked the tracks that felt like, you know, it should belong in the album. So I wasn't really um focused on making some like I'll wake up today and make this kind of music. It's just it's just whatever happens, I guess, you know. So Yeah. That's how that happened of picking picking tracks. Before we end the show, um, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, head out? 
Um, just follow me on uh, my Instagram, man, underscore Marco Kane. Okay. And then Marco Kane on Spotify and uh, every music platform. Search the name up. Yep. Again, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it, man. Thank um, you for being like the first official guest of my podcast show, The Intergalactic sure. Donuts. Um, and then I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what else you bring. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, hopefully uh, put some magic into this first podcast and keep this shit going, you know? A hundred yeah. episodes, thousand episodes, you know what I'm saying? Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, Fingers hell crossed. yeah. Man, thank you. Yep. Yeah, thank you. This is hella good, yo. Capital Donuts on March. <laughs> Been there since 1993, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the whole ass history behind it. Huh? You can tell a history behind it. <laughs> I mean. Hey, did they pay you for this, bro? <laughs> I'm hoping someone else does, man. I'm hoping Dunkin' Donuts hits me up or something. <laughs> like, we'll send you some donuts. Or... I don't even have Dunkin' Donuts out here, but still. Um. Hey, you never know, bro. Hopefully, it's, it's fingers start. crossed. Fingers crossed. It start. It gotta start somewhere, just like anything in life, you know. Yeah.